This is the audio diary of the 21st day of the 7th month of year 2021. And that means I am officially 27 years old because July 21st is my birthday. Um, and I'm recording this audio diary on the Heather Trail of uh, EC Manning Provincial Park, which is a beautiful, 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 did I mention beautiful? <laughs> park. Um, that I am having the pleasure of visiting for the very first time. This is going to be on the trail recording and I am sitting down. Um, I've hiked, I think, just a couple of kilometers in. I think I only hiked about um, 30 minutes now so far. And I'm going to be doing a three-night, four-day backpacking trip. I am just, um, I just went, to, went quickly, went to the loo, um, I'm packing myself, in particular pulling out my bear bangers, because I'll be hiking, backpacking solo in the backcountry, um, and this is real wilderness, so I do have to be prepared. And I have many kind of life updates I should really share with you, um, but I don't know I don't know where to start and I don't know where to end. So I'm just gonna kind of procrastinate on that topic for a little bit and um, hike a bit. Uh, today's biggest mystery is the fact that there is there are two campgrounds I could be going to tonight. Um, one is called uh, Buckhorn, the other is called Kicking Horse. Buckhorn is just a um, little less than 5k from the start of the trailhead, so I only have 2.6 kilometers left to Buckhorn Camp. Um, I started late today because I had to drive all the way to EC Manning, um, and so I am thinking I might actually stay over there, just do a really, really easy day, and then um, do the rest of the distance, which is I think about you know 15k, uh, to the Nickman Lake campground um, the second day and then make my way back the second, uh, the third day. Um, uh, but I actually see signage all around saying that Buckhorn Campground will be closed on September 8th for the remainder of the season to upgrade and expand facilities for the 2021 camping season. So I'm assuming that means that the book, this notice was put up last year um, and for some reason they haven't taken it down since and that it says that expand to upgrade and expand facilities for the 2021 camping season. Does that imply, you know, it's open <laughs> now that it is 2021 camping season? I can't tell. So um, it's a bit of a mystery. If worse comes to worst, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I just continue on to um, Kicking Horse Campground. I definitely have enough sunlight, um, daylight at this point to make it um, because it's about 4 p.m. and I have about 10K to go. And, you know, the sun sets at like 9 p.m. these days. So I have plenty of time to make it there. It's just probably not the ideal itinerary. Um, because I guess I would go through too much of the trail up front. I do actually want to leave some uh, to enjoy eventually. So, um, and, and kind of throws the plans a little bit, but it's not the end of the world, by the way. And so the greatest mystery for today 
is whether I will arrive at um, Buckhorn and find that there are some upgraded and expanded facilities for me to use, or I will find a closed campground. I'll just, then if that's the case, I'll just refill water. Um, and yeah, just refill water and go. <laughs> Continue on to the next campground, which will be Kicking Horse. Um, I did actually speak to a couple of backpackers who were just leaving the trail as I was starting it. I wish I had asked them um, whether Buckhorn was open or not, uh, but you know, hindsight is 2020. I talked to them and they had spent both nights at Kicking Horse, which, you know, seems to, which makes me wonder if Kicking Horse is the only thing that's open and hence why everybody's using it. Um, but, you know, I'll never know, so I'm just gonna keep going. Um, and if it turns out that Buckhorn is open, I'll get a long evening by myself to enjoy. And I might, you know, come back out here on the trail to photograph some more wildflowers, um, enjoy myself, listen to an audiobook, um, cook dinner, such things. <laughs> So, yeah, that's it. Um, to this time around is a pretty... This is my first time really backpacking since I think my trip in May. Trip to Golden Years, which was only an overnighter in an incredibly easy trail. So, in some ways, this is my real, you know, more real strenuous trail experience since... I'm trying to remember where, when my last one was. It, I must have gone on something after Southchill Cotton. I can't actually remember if I did any long trails, long backpacking trails after that. Um, I'm wondering if it got cold and I just started to get into front country car camping. But um, yeah, so here we are. Um, I am actually, you know, bumping out some relatively new gear. I um, I, I ended up tossing my trail runners. Uh, my trail runners which has served me for a long time but after wearing that to work at a lot of my shifts with the Tira and of course you know at this point five six hundred K that I put on those trail runners at least um, they were really nearing its end and the waterproofing was you know it was leaking and ripped in too many spots for it to be actually considered waterproof. So I decided to say goodbye to that and which means I've officially moved on to my um, thrifted uh, trail hiking shoes, not really hiking boots, uh, that I got which are Timber Timberland um, brands. It is one of their actual hiking kind of more um, expedition styles rather than kind of their urban boots that everybody I'm sure is quite familiar with those classic Timberland boots um, but this is actually specifically for hiking I thrifted it a while ago I think last September so it's nearly a year now and I've been wearing it on and off since but this is the first time that I'm actually wearing it for proper um, on a long backpacking trip and so there was a long journey, a long process, a very long emotional journey until the point that you have me here on the trail recording this diary with you. Um, but yeah, let me catch you up on that later when I get to camp. All right, um, 
I will talk to you later. This is the second audio diary of the 21st day of the seventh month of year 2021. I am sitting just a little bit of ways away from my uh, tent. I am at the beautiful, um, oh, I've forgotten the name already, but <laughs> the, the, the what camp? I can't remember like, the name of the campsite, but the campsite very, the closest to um, the parking lot at Heather, um, on Heather Trail in E.C. Manning. Uh, I'm just about to look up the name, Buckhorn. Buckhorn was the name. So I've set up at beautiful Buckhorn campsite. I am surrounded by um, wildflowers in this beautiful subalpine meadow that I've been hiking through. So the the four-day backpacking trip that I'm on right now is my plan B because I ended up not being able to do the Berg Lake Trail that I looked forward to for months um, for a couple of different reasons. Actually, the first was the fact that I was getting really overwhelmed with work and I was not prepared um, with workload um, to go on one week vacation. I also wasn't prepared um, emotionally, physically to take tackle the kind of the intensity of the trips because I really didn't get enough training or preparation um, before I didn't have enough time and then on top of it um, so that was so I was originally planning already to cancel and then I actually found in my junk box um, emails from Park BC saying that they had actually closed down the entire Burger Lake Trail because of too much damage from floods. So, as you know, there was a massive, massive heat wave in um, this part of Canada, North America, and which the heat wave which has moved east and has continued, by the way, it just moved away from this region. <clears throat> But because of that massive heat wave, all the ice caps in the mountains melted. And so um, there was massive flooding in most of the mountains around here because all the creeks and valleys were just completely flooded with a sudden um, surge of ice melt, basically, glacier melt. Um, and so, yeah, so, so Burger Lake Trail was flooded and therefore they decided to close the entire thing. I think the infrastructure was too damaged, basically, and so the trail was unsafe. So they refunded all the reservations. So basically, Burger Lake Trail was never an option, it was never going to be an option for me um, for my birth week trip. And so I ended up looking up kind of, you know, more accessible, more easily drivable. Uh, trips that I didn't have to book in advance and I ended up coming to EC Manning and on their one of their most famous trails called Heather Trail. Um, I started, I did, I could have started really early today, but I ended up taking things really slowly um, and so I act, and it was quite a long drive to come to EC Manning uh, and yeah just picking up my car, my rental car, all that was quite a hassle and I ended up um, leaving Vancouver around noon and I arrived at the actual, no, I, I left uh, Vancouver around 11 a.m. spent about an hour and a bit at this um, in-between spot uh, because I 
didn't, you know, I knew that I didn't have the focus, the mental focus to drive for three hours from Vancouver uh, to EC Manny. So in the middle, I made a stopover at this beautiful regional park called Cheon Lake, Wetlands Regional Park. And it was exactly that. It was a beautiful little park with wetlands and I ate my lunch there. Um, and I took a stroll around the lake and saw, took pictures of the beautiful wetlands. And then I got on the highway again for another hour and a half. And the drive through Hope and so I basically, I've driven out to Chili Rock several times at this point now for various different trips. But it's my first time coming out this east, um, driving this east. So it was my very first time on highway number three, the Crow's Nest Highway. Uh, and it was really, really, really beautiful highway. In particular, the, um, the park that actually drives through E.C. Manning. E.C. Manning is a massive park. Um, and I need to drive quite a lot, fair bit through the park in order to get to um, the part, uh, the road, the small side road that leads up to the trailhead. And so it was all beautiful. The the drive through the park was beautiful. Um, from the park, from the highway, through the side road, um, climbing up the mountain, gaining um, elevation, and being being able to see the amazing mountain ranges surrounding was astounding I uh, yeah the drive was so beautiful I took a couple of extra um, I, I took a couple of extra kind of stopovers at viewpoints take some photos in fact I think I did about a 30 minute small trail at one point and basically yeah doing all those things it took me quite a while um, to even get started on the trail so I think I actually started on the trail like at 4 p.m. or something like that <laughs> and so um, I spent an, I spent probably an hour and a bit coming to this hiking to this campsite and then I did my camp chores you know set up my tent um, set up my bed um, wash myself down I made I, I got some refilled on water I made dinner so my birthday dinner today was hot chocolate and pesto pasta so i actually brought some pesto in a little baggie i knew um this pesto was supposed to be refrigerated so i knew it wouldn't last very long so i wanted to eat it on the first day and so i did um and i also had my a couple of the snacks that i packed um one and both of them just tasted so 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 good um i forgot uh, how great it is to taste food on a backpacking trip especially after you know exerting yourself physically and then just having that bit of sweet um just you can taste flavors in a way that you can't anywhere else <laughs> um and so i had again as part of my um, birthday dinner i had this banana brownie um, which I I had in the city and I thought that it was very bland and I didn't like it and I ate it here and it was the most delicious thing ever um, probably because I was hungry and I was really craving the nutrition and I was craving something like you know f uh, fruits and veggies and so this banana um, brownie which is basically banana mush um, flavored banana mush um, 
was exactly what I craved and so I had it it was delicious and then I had some sesame snaps again something that I never think twice about when I eat it in the city but here I just relish every single little sesame sweet cracker so I don't know if you know what sesame snaps are they're basically like um, thin cracker that's made out of ses toasted sesame seeds and the sh they're just like flat sugary panels like if you if you know what um melted sugar that's then hardened looks like it's it, on a pan so imagine if you had a pan, pan uh, a sheet pan and you poured a bunch of you spread out a bunch of um, toasted sesame on it and then you poured uh, melted sugar on top of it sugary water and you let it harden and you got these thin crisps with that are sweet and um nutty sesame-y that's what sesame snaps are and uh, again they're, they're pretty simple snacks and i never thought twice about them but on this trip every single one that i ate was just so delicious um it was as if my flavors and my senses uh, my sense of taste had just gone to overdrive and i loved it so much um and so i had pesto pasta and i had hot chocolate um that was my birthday dinner for my 27th birthday um before coming onto this trail i have been going through some really really challenging times um i am going through one of the most severe depressive episodes i've experienced in a while which is probably and i and it really did creep up on me a little bit um i knew i was having mood swings and kind of like feeling you know bloated and feeling quite um you know not feeling motivated to do anything but i thought that they were part of pms symptoms and then when i had actual when during my period and when i had menstrual pain you know this is i thought this is normal that i'm so tired that i want to sleep that i'm moody um but then it just got steadily worse instead of improving um, after my period ended and it was getting to the point of I basically struggled to do ordinary things um, I found myself just like sitting on the sofa staring into thin air and um, I couldn't you know this just this morning <laughs> I was having my birthday breakfast um, and I had prepared, you know, a decent meal for myself. I, I boiled some eggs and I put some cheese on it. Um, and as you know, cheese is something that's quite um, a luxury for me because I can't stomach dairy very much. So if I do have it, this is like a very rare luxury. Um, so I had a bit of melted cheese on it. I had this salad with some great hummus and I had cereal and I had some... You know, it, it, it was a pretty good birthday breakfast. I mean, a part of it was me trying to empty the fridge before um, I go on a trip. But it was also quite a decent um, spread. And I couldn't move. I couldn't eat. I put it in my mouth. I couldn't taste anything. Um, the I just felt so lethargic. And so just completely empty inside it wasn't sadness as it was just complete lack of energy um 
And yeah, I really struggled. I really struggled. Um, it was very difficult. And I knew that this is bad. Um, I Yesterday, I reached out to my friend saying, letting her know that this is happening. Um, that I may need somebody to kind of watch over me to make sure it doesn't deteriorate too much. Um, she gave me, you know... Um, uh, like you know, she gave she she phoned the suicide hotline, um, trying to get some tips for how to manage like an extreme like a very sudden onset severe depressive episode where I wanted to give up everything and I wanted didn't want to do anything, um, and I knew that my but the the good thing was so so I because this is not my first time in this rodeo, uh. I knew what to do, so I knew that once there were kind of these warning signs, I needed to let somebody know that this was happening, so I did. I talked to my friend, um, who has also experienced uh, pretty severe depression herself, and so she understands what it's going, what it's like, and I was there for her in similar times, so I felt comfortable reaching out to her. And so she's aware, she's watching out for me, she's calling, you know, and checking in with me every few hours. Um, and the other thing I know that works really, really well is backpacking, is nature, um, and, and rest, right? I, a big part of um, my mental health deteriorating was the amount of anxiety and stress I felt from work and the fact that I had been so detached and so removed from the thing that I love most, which is um, nature, adventure, uh, and, and, and this solitude and introspection and physical exercise, right? I was so, I, I gained a lot of weight um, in the past few weeks. I, it's not just weight, but it's, I, I, I've been, I basically haven't done real physical exercise in way too long. And yeah, it was all of those things coming to, together to create a little bit of a perfect shift storm. The timing was good in the sense that I knew that I had this backpacking trip coming up. And so pretty much like most of the day yesterday was just spent trying to do small things because it was somehow just so hard to move. It was somehow so hard to just wash dishes, <laughs> pack my bag. Um, yeah, and, and, and I was in, in a really bad space, even driving over here. In the beginning of the drive, I could not feel excited it was my birthday um i was going on this epic trip um that i've been looking to forward to for a while and i couldn't feel anything um and it was like my brain was shutting down it, it got really dangerous in terms of driving at one point so i stopped a couple of extra times and then of course i spent that extended hour um at that regional park because it was like my brain just refused to turn on. Um, I couldn't. And here I am. Um, after two different short trails, you know, short day hike trails at two different parks. And um, five, a little less than five kilometers into a backpacking trip into this beautiful meadow. I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> um it's amazing how fast and quickly <laughs> nature has cured 
Um, I do am not, I'm not thinking those negative thought patterns at all. I feel excited, motivated, energized. Um, it was easy for me to make conversation with the other backpackers I've met on trail. I just had a smile on my face, um, which I couldn't do even though I tried. It was just as if my muscles would not move. Just like I said, 12 hours ago, my muscles could not move to form a shape um, that resembled anything like a smile or a laugh. I just couldn't. I just... It's amazing how efficient and effective this works. <laughs> um, and I would love to come out from this trip just with getting completely rid of um, this severe depressive episode and, you know, excited to live life again because that's who I am and that's who I want to be. Um, and one of the big reasons why I was looking forward to this trip was I really needed some alone time that wasn't something I had dreaded, um, actual productive, happy alone time, and also specifically quiet time with God, which is again, something I haven't had in way too long. Um, especially since church has become a big part of my responsibilities, um, a big part of my social life. It. It, it can be um, other aspects of church can, has really di- distracted me from real service, real conversations with God himself. Hence, I must come back to the place that I know um, that has always basically served little like a chapel or like a tabernacle for me. Um, whenever I want to talk to God, we just come on the trail in the wilderness, especially on a multi-day trip. So just as I you know, had this intense experience with God um, a year ago in South Chocotan or in Juan de Fuca. I long to have that on this trail, trail today and this this time around. So, yeah, I, I'm already so happy and thankful for this trip. I mean, I'm already happy, which is crazy um, in such a short amount of time. That was a quick turnaround, you know? (laughs) Um, But I am also looking forward to how much I can grow with the rest of the trip. I can't wait. Um, So three more days. Yay! Three more days um, on this wonderful trail just filled with wildflowers. I'm going to make sure to um, get a bunch of... um, get a bunch of photographs. In fact, I think I've already taken way too many photographs um, and share them. Uh, uh, it's going to be difficult to try and figure out what the header image for this one, uh, this episode is going to be. But still, I'm going to try and reco- um, take a lot, a lot of photographs of wild, fi- wild flowers, not wildfires. <laughs> um, and how beautiful this place is in uh, late July. I do also need to go and get some tiger bomb because I have been bitten by mosquitoes <laughs> uh, just while I was sitting down um, over there. So I'll do that and talk to you next. Bye.